I'm doing a podcast with my best friend. I'm doing a right, podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the PPP, my best friend. the Pizza and Profanity go podcast. Best friend, go best friend. Starring go, go best Jamal friend. Go best friend. and Chelsea. Say what's up to the people, Chelsea. What's up, people? We're glad you're here with us. Thank you for the support. Mostly our friends for now. That's eventually, okay. Eventually, it's going to be strangers. <laughs> that sounds weird. <laughs> Well, but welcome. <laughs> well, they're all going to be strangers to us outside of the people that we're very close to. Mm-hmm. And then when we, on the top of the people that we're close to, our episode today is going to be entitled, Should Family Always Come First? So. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> this topic can go either way because... Please remember, it's personal opinions. It's not facts. Not facts, and we are not experts. Because everyone has a different opinion on family and what family should be, how family should act. So, enjoy the show. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Wait, I said it's supposed to be good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. What does the word family mean to you? Oof. Family means therapy, means broken. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Family family is a very beautiful thing. Family is those important people around you. Um, those people who not only know who you are, but know your potentials and your, your, your faults and love you anyway. What about you? Uh, I think when it comes to family... I think you should be like a unit. You should always consider it be like one tight unit. You may not always agree with one another, but you just have that strong bond. Uh, whether like you're actually like blood related or not blood related, because to me, family can means like different types of thing. Because you know we have we have people that may not be like like me and you. Like you know, I consider you to be my family. Absolutely, you know? same. You know, so I know that no matter what, good or bad situation, whether I'm in jail or not, I know there's few people I can call that would get me out. And I feel like family should always, in some capacity, not in all capacities, because it depends on what you go to jail for. Yeah, stick by your people, but retain <laughs> your own morals, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's just some crimes I, I can't forgive. Mm-hmm. 100%. That's, <laughs> there's a few things that I wouldn't pick you up for. What are those? Uh, I, I don't, I don't want to give you any ideas. I don't want to put that bad juju on either of us. I just know that I have opinions, and I think you probably know them. Let's not cross those paths. I, I'm not damning anybody, but uh, there's some stuff that you don't deserve to be picked up to, from jail for. That is true. That is true. I mean, I believe in second chances, but... Some some things just don't deserve a second chance. There are straight up crimes against humanity, and just nope. And it's quite unfortunate that someone close to you, you know, would commit those kind of crimes. So absolutely, there's there there are like, you know, in the Harry Potter universe, there's like the unforgivable curses. Like <laughs> it, there's unforgivable crimes. I mean, that's that's why there's laws because there you know there's degrees to this. But anyway, that's that's another thing. Okay, so should people not related by blood, should they be considered family or not family? Well, you and I both already have decided that we're family. Um, I think that 
love is stronger than blood. And for, for me, um, I've known you for a long time. I trust you with everything in me. I love you. You love me. We're best friends. There's, there's nobody, I mean, second to, you know, the obvious. There's nobody else I trust more. That's the nicest thing you probably ever said about me. <laughs> <laughs> Considering off camera says a lot that he had us canceled. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. I'm just kidding. No. I am just I'm just kidding. funnier than he is and he's really upset about that. There's no way you can be funnier than me. Like all the great comments. Comments. Black. Alright, Steve Harvey, calm down. Dave Chappelle. I know. And, he's and just trying to take over for Bernie Mac, y'all. I'm gonna post those pictures. <laughs> Oh boy! I'm gonna dox you. <laughs> it's not my fault that I got a yellow tint on my glasses. <laughs> it is your fault. That's kind of your fault. Then everyone said like, "Oh, you got the Bernie Mac glasses." <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Only only a few people could really rock those. I I never said it was a bad thing. You just reminded me of Bernie Mac. I don't know if that should be a good thing or a bad thing. I mean, I mean, he was pretty funny. But people says like, and I quote, "It's not me quoting." Someone else quoted, they said, all the funny people are ugly. They're not attractive. Damn it. Then I just said that we're both awful. Because <laughs> we're really funny. Just stick around. We're really funny. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, <laughs> Sorry, guys. If you're not watching the video, tune in because you'll figure it out real quick. We're so funny. <laughs> I mean, there there are many people in my life that are not blood related, but I know that I can trust my kid to be around. Mm -hmm. To me, those people are family. You know, whether we've known each other our whole entire lives from childhood or, you know, like a few years, there's some people that when they come into your life, they have that purpose and you know that they're good people. They're good for you mentally, spiritually, mm -hmm. you know, and those are the kind of people that you want to keep around. Because it's always about the company that you keep. Yes. Birds of a feather flock together. You know, like, you chase greatness together. It's, 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 and I think that that's like the, the, like, sixth sense almost is like when you can just, you have that intuition for, for the people around you. Like, you know a good egg from a bad egg. Um, and you should, you should listen to that. Yeah. Because, like, you know, like, whenever we decided, not we decided, whenever you decided that, I'm going to be on this podcast because it wasn't my choice. So. Okay, okay. Slavery ended like 1,800 years ago. Slavery still exists today. I'm on this podcast for free. For free. We're in his house. He let me in. Vampire's I'm, rules. I'm doing this podcast for free. I'm not I'm even getting paid, paid Sponsored for by us and we. <laughs> I didn't buy the equipment. The, the equipment manager should be responsible for salaries. So far, I've just got a bottle of water. <laughs> well, when it's empty, you can cut the top off and ask for change. Wow. Wow. Dude, don't have me a dollar off my table, bro. Like, seriously. Sorry, can I get my money, please? Thank you. Every dollar counts because the podcast don't pay. <laughs> Not yet. Like and subscribe. Click, click the bell. Another episode sponsored by us. 
we, the podcast people. <laughs> Anyways, there, there, there are a lot of people, you know, like, for instance, like, my, my, my friend Kenny, you know, like, I sit here and I'm like, dude, you know, I'm going to do a podcast. I let him listen to some ep- so one of the, our very first episode before some people. And it's always like encouraging words, you know. You need those kind of people around you to to build you up. Because if you have people around you that always look for your downfall, you know, whether it be family or not family related. Then you know they don't have your best interest. So when you do need them, they're probably not going to be there for you. Uh, I think once you find your cheering section, stay with them for as long as that still makes you feel good. So cheerleaders, support us. We are very... You heard of here, folks. We're very funny. Oh, I'm funny. I don't know about her. I just met her today. <laughs> There's literally recorded proof that you've met me before today. I'm really sorry. This is so stupid. Uh, first of all, I'm wearing my Messi jersey because I went and saw Messi in person and that's like, I went and saw it with my family. I think that the, this mic was on for a while too, oh, or it shit. still is. Oh yeah, don't don't touch it no more, fool. See, Who see, is? as the time go by, we are able to sponsor ourselves so we get better better access. equipment here and there. We're gonna try, but hopefully I didn't just wreck up a bunch of audio. So yeah, because before we just we had some earbuds. They kept falling out of my ears, you know, like those cheap ones. They just like they're either too big or too small at the same time and just pain. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Having to have the over the ear, it helps. I can I can hear better, allegedly. Can you hear better? I mean, I'm funny. Remember what we said about funny people. Well, listen, friend. Since we are both family and friends, do you think that family comes before friendship? Um. So that's a very tough one. Because you can't have some ride or dies on both sides. That's a very tough one because I have some very, I have a very close relationship with my sisters. And I don't think anything can come between me and my sisters, to be honest with you. And I, I, and I feel like deep down inside, that's the same way it comes to them. Because I'm the baby brother. I'm not spoiled. I'm abused. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> See, it ain't just me, folks. <sighs> I'm not spoiled, but Easy I know. Target's gonna get targeted. But I know at the end of the day that my sisters have my back. You know, and I know that there are friends in my life that have my back. I know, like, no matter what, like, if I speak about certain things, it's gonna be like a no judgment zone. Mm-hmm. Whether it's my sisters. Or people like you, or like Kenny, or like Kenny, or like or like Papi Chulo. Papi Chulo. You know, like I know it's gonna be a no judgment zone. I know I can just be Yourself, myself, yeah. you know, and just speak what I need to speak. No and fear. I know that in return, I'm gonna get some kind of good advice. Mm-hmm. At least I hope so. I hope I'm not ever steering you in any direction that you think is wrong. Or, I mean, you can disagree with me and just know that I'm coming from like a place of I, I hope is your other mic on I it, it it seems like it's on either way but like it's like it goes off but it like one click doesn't do and I don't think it's an up down 
It's a just press in. Uh, that's freaky. Anyways, that's like, I don't, I hope that's not in the audio because it's freaking me out. Let me see if there's a control in the headset maybe that I'm missing. See, that's what happens when you sponsor yourself. I don't think so, but there is another cord. Um, we'll just deal with that another time. I'm not sure that it fits in this rig. So yeah. People. Un Sorry. Unprofessional. Amazon. Nah. Amazon's not a real place. Amazon brings me. You could go. You could go to Wally World. Um. You see, the problem with Wally World is, um, it sucks. I I don't care what you say. I love me some Wally World. Anyways, so, you know, like, there are friends in my life that I could put before family members, and I know it's sad because we're we're taught all our life that family should always be be the top focus, you know? Well, I think um, some of that we learn from example because I, no, no slight on any of my family members or yours if you can agree, that growing up as a kid, sometimes you felt like your parents were choosing somebody outside of the family, outside of your group, you know, like your close family, that they were choosing somebody outside of that and maybe at first it seemed like you didn't understand or didn't know. I mean, I've had that where, you know, my parents were getting divorced and my dad had a lot of like friends in the orbit that it seemed like he did a lot of things for and he kind of like would allow people in that weren't the best choice. And he's like, hey, don't do that. <laughs> don't do those things. And then my mom, you know, like she had her own life, it, you know, so it, it, it kind of leaves you as a as the child of divorce anyway or of a single parents that sometimes you feel like your parent could be choosing somebody outside of the home or outside of and there's that fear of like did i do something wrong t to not be good enough to be the choice today like you gotta go be do something else and i very young that happens but nowadays too like there's almost this this expectation from family members sometimes that's like well you should because I'm family or they, they like throw the family card at you and okay there is there is some expectations there you know um, but I think that it's a two-way street like if I don't feel like I could call on you for my moment of crisis I may not be there for your moment of crisis or not not saying like leave people hanging on a moment of crisis but I might not be there for your bullshit someday because like when I really needed to talk about it all you had was to talk about yourself or something trivial right so I, I, I think it is it's a it's a case by case person by person like I may go to the end of the earth for you and somebody may not understand it but that's not their business. That's that's just how it is. Alright, so since you, since you touch on that a little bit, I think that goes along with one of our other points. So, is there a belief that someone related by blood, that you should automatically have that relationship with them? What do you, what do you think about that? I think that that's a double standard expectation. Um, I think that anybody, blood or non-blood, if they do something that you don't agree with or they have hurt you or they were malicious or you just you know you don't get those calls on your birthday or or happy events and occasions and you just the, the world grows larger and larger between the two of you 
I think that blood doesn't necessarily create that magnetism that, like, you can just pick up the phone and be cool with somebody. It doesn't mean the same when you're not performing those human relations. Like, you know what I mean? If somebody's yeah. on the other side of the planet and never calls you, are they still your family? Uh, for me, the answer is no. Uh, you could be my, my mom, my dad, but if you don't also call me... And every time we talk, you're like, you don't call me, you don't this. Well, you're just as bad then, ain't it? Uh, I can see that uh, in two different types of view. Because, I mean, there's there's older folks in my family that are not te technology some. Mm -hmm. So sometimes I, I understand. But I know, like, if I do, like, reach out to them, we can sit on the phone, we can talk for two hours. But you have... Typically, it's like a good conversation. What if yeah. you had a family member that was really abrasive and I mean, not I mean, looking out for your best interests and was just very critical? Like, I mean, I have I have family members, you know, that um, automatically assume, like, whether they're, like, you know, like, in the family pyramid, you know, you have your parents, then you have, like, your, your aunts and uncles, your grandparents. Mm -hmm. And you know we we're, we're mentally trained in that belief that those people, no matter what in life, we should always hold a a bit of respect for those people, based on how the family pyramid is built. Mm -hmm. As we grow older, we realize like, why should I respect that person? Like, why should I? Because they may be an uncle, grandparent. You know, great grandparent. Why should I sit here and listen to these kind of things? Like, mm -hmm. I feel like the the older you get, your family should understand your choices because I believe that over time, growth is what we all strive for. Mm -hmm. Whether we're growing continuously with our family members or we're growing with people that become our family that are not related by blood. It's you're you're growing your family. Yeah. And if that means picking up some members along the way that weren't planned, that's still growth. And that's, uh, I can't say that person's not your family. I don't know what they mean to you. That is true. So I think that that's a very powerful thing when you, like, it's like you are giving somebody that level of respect and entitled to your life. Like, that's something else. That's beyond, that's my friend. That's my family. That's something else yeah and i think that's more important in the aspect of like step parents yeah you you are continuously earning that badge like you know some people like you know their parents might not be involved and their step parents might be there from when they're like from birth right. or like you know two years old or grow and grow and grow yeah not saying that every step person parent is the greatest but you know you build that bond where that person replace your your mom or dad because that parent has built a relationship with you. They're always there for you. For your good, your bad, your maybes. Like, they're always there for you. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, you know, like, I admire those families that are able to still have the mom and dad. And then the step-parents where they're considered, like, the bonus mom or the bonus right. dad. Because yeah, I think that's a, that's a very healthy thing. And that, that says a lot about the people involved. How you can separate the issue that you're all doing the best for the kids or for that family dynamic. And that's, that's the thing is like, 
the more the merrier in a lot of ways, as long as everybody's got the same vibe and everybody's pulling for that same mission. Like, we're, we're all in this together. If you have anybody who's very, like, what about me? Like, I don't know. I don't feel like you're, you're all going in the same, same path and growing together because this one person's trying, like, you know, you're going to outshine or, or starve out everybody else because you need more. And there are some members of family that, that are like that, that need more attention. And, you know, how do you juggle them? But I think people like that family thing, that's you're earning that. Absolutely earning it. Um, that's why people can fall in and fall out. Um, it, your, your worth is kind of based on your performance in a lot of ways. And not to say like, who are you to me lately? But truthfully, who are you to me lately? Like, keep up or keep out. That's, that's a very good point because Family, they could be... Sorry. <laughs> I couldn't get through this episode without one. <laughs> because family is, you know, like, um, I'm trying to be, like, nice about it. They could be your biggest fan or your worst enemy. Mm -hmm. And I feel like everyone should... Like, if we were able to choose our own family members, we would probably be much happier. That's I'm in process of building it now, buddy. I'll let you know how it goes. <laughs> Hang on. See, see, I don't, <laughs> see, I don't need to do that because, like, I, I, I believe that my family, that, like, the people around me, like, most... You come from really strong bonds. You yeah. have that with with your blood and you have strong bonds with people who are not your blood for a very, very long time. So... That, um, you have that, like, that strength of relationship. My world is a little more, like, Tetris blocky, where it's like, okay, you know, we fill them up and then a few people <laughs> get, get out because you're not, you're not really it. You're not, you're not with the vibe and that's okay. If, if you're somebody that your blood relatives have disowned or left you behind, that. That's not, don't take that and, 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 you know, take that as like less value in yourself. Don't, don't hurt yourself over it. People move on and that's okay. Um, if you were an orphan, um, you know, think about it. You would, you would be growing your family from day one. Today's day one. You're an orphan. Go ahead. Build that family dynamic. Find those people who have the same message as you, who have the same vibe and, only want to cheer you on if you want to go be a thing go be that thing and and find your cheering section whether it's some dude you met in a pizza shop if it's a co-worker if it's you know people you met having coffee or at a bar if you a hunchback you might have rubbed their back one day like if they're in your cheering section embrace it i think that's family um you get you can come and go i you know, people, as long as you don't do things that are unforgivable and I won't pick you up from jail. Yeah. See, I don't understand that struggle because I'm a slave on this show. <laughs> I am just kidding. Well, lucky for the slave, you can't go to jail. He's already there. Well then. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me. I mean, I know what's wrong with me. But... <laughs> Now we're talking about, you know, like orphans, you know, people in the, force, in the foster care system. Mm -hmm. 
like those people go through things that we can never imagine. Right. Because some of them end up in great, great situations mm -hmm. and then others get in situations where I'm here for the money. Right. And there's, I mean, you just because of your trajectory doesn't necessarily determine your outcome because you can get placed into a, you know, beautiful family and end up a piece of crap. You can end up in a really, really awful family and turn into a wonderful person. I mean, there's so many success stories. And I think if your family turns your back on you or you're an orphan or things like that, like just build your family, find your tribe. I think that that's, that's still doable. Family is whatever you make them out to be, whether that means they're all blood or not. Like that's your decision, people. Um, just make sure that you listen to you and you take the good with the bad. It's, I, even if you have like family members who are really awful, I think that it's a healthy lesson in tolerance. I agree. I'm not saying agree just because you're talking nonsense. Talking a lot, sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to say talking nonsense. I don't know where my head is at right now. Anyways. Well, what I would say, because I know like our society is very judgmental, mm -hmm. especially when it comes to kids being adopted, because people would say ignorant stuff like, why did you like adopt someone from your own race? You know, why is it like the white kid? Why is it the little black kid? You know, like, well, like my, Madonna and Angelina. Yeah. Like my, my, my whole thing is, it's like, I don't think race should pay, play a factor. I think everyone should have a fair chance of being able to have a chance of a better life. And not every situation where someone's put it for adoption is a terrible situation. I think sometimes people have kids way too young and, you know, they're not able to, or maybe the dad doesn't know because I forgot the name of the TikTok. But, like, the dad had no clue that the mom was pregnant. Mm -hmm. And I think it's because she was messing around outside the family. Mm -hmm. So they basically, like, hid the whole pregnancy right. from the family. Common theme. You know, gave birth, put up the kid up for adoption. The biological dad had no clue that the kid was up for adoption. Right. And it wasn't until years later that he did find out, like, after she was, like, an adult and stuff living her life, he didn't find out. And, you know, people kind of give her, give her, like, shit for it because they, like, so why did you let your biological dad walk you down the aisle? And I'm, like, I can understand her point of view because her adopted dad... Has been was there the one from from the get yeah. from birth, you know she was given up at birth. I think that's a choice too. I mean, pick who you want. I I but it, it it's goes. It's your wedding. It's your day. Like, but why? It, it goes why weddings are so okay? Like the whole like traditional. It has to be this way thing. Like I think we're so far gone from that. I mean, if you grew up that way and that's what you want, absolutely have the thing. But I don't think it's anybody's place to say you should it's your day okay let's play devil's advocate here mm -hmm. do it okay say say 
you're the stepdad. Not because you look manly or anything. Just say, say, okay. I'm very funny. <laughs> Anyways, say say that say that you are the stepdad, right? Okay. You've been there since like four years old. And she had like say the the the, the daughter has a kind of a okay relationship with her dad. He made a lot of promises, never made up the promises. But on the wedding day, you know, you paid for everything. You paid for the venue, you paid for the for the catering, paid for the dresses, all that, you paid for everything. But she choose her biological dad to walk in on the aisle. How would you feel about that personally? I think there's a lot of certain areas that play for that. Um, like, for instance, one, like, if all along it was it was vocalized that stepdad was walking me down the aisle and then suddenly I decided I think that's 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 a bad way to do it um, but it's the wedding is about the bride whatever the bride chooses you kind of have to just go with um, does does it hurt absolutely I think that would hurt that would devastate most people but ultimately, like, you have to know, like, you've done that thing. But did you do all those things for that child because you loved her mom, you loved her? Or for the promise that someday you'd be in the wedding walking her down the aisle? I mean, like, I get it. I get it. It's a lot. That Weddings are expensive, but it's the bride. Like, if that's what she chooses, it's the same as her choosing who she's marrying at that point. Like, why get involved in that? If that's what she wants on her day... I think you have to take a back seat and be the bigger person and understand like you raised this person so some of what you have instilled in her allowed her to feel comfortable making that choice. But that's a 50-50 because you don't know how you can, you can you can you can lead a horse to water but you can't make it drink. That's that's what I'm saying like you can be there for all those things and be that guy but that still could be daddy. I'm sorry. It, I'm, I'm gonna get hate, but the whole wedding's over. <laughs> I just don't see throwing the day away and creating that rift in the family over that. I see that it would be very hurtful, but take that up on the side. Don't ruin the wedding. The whole wedding's over. I'm flipping tables. <laughs> I'm flipping tables. I, I'm and not chairs. gonna disagree with you. I think that both points are valid. I just think that there's a better way to handle shitty situations than do the flailing arms screaming yelling approach it, it just it really doesn't achieve more than the calm cool collected approach if anything it's probably more destructive to the relationship that if you thought you had a good relationship that you should have been and she didn't maybe there was some fraying there that you didn't know about now you're creating a bigger rift with this person who you may have overthought the the relationship what if that person asks you to pay though again i think it's it's a case by case I, I, it's hard it is hard but again this is the bride's day she's getting married she's picking everything if she wants her bio dad to walk her down the aisle i think it's very valid to you know, speak your piece and explain, you know, that you think that that's crappy, that you maybe deserve that right, or, you know, do you, do you both walk her down the aisle? Do you say that? Maybe that's an option, or 
do you get he gets the walker down the aisle and I get the father daughter dance you know how about being up front with people because that's what family well is. I think it should be if 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 you're gonna go oh I'm paying for the wedding and this and this like it, that's gonna be one of those things discussed like who's your maid of honor who's who's the best man who's walking who down the aisle yeah because a lot of times the groom gets walked down the aisle by the mom first or the grandmother and the mom like it just kind of depends so it's one of those things like if it's not discussed until the day then like shame on everybody involved <laughs> that's just poor planning and maybe there's other things to discuss than just the wedding <laughs> like, <laughs> y'all need to have a better communication system within that family unit nope it is 1-800 choke that hoe <laughs> <laughs> well I mean Anastasia whatever happens girl pick him <laughs> you know like we're not guaranteed to to even see tomorrow so I hope that you know I made it to, to be there for my daughter's wedding day you know I hope so too. I might even shed a couple tears. I think you will ball your eyes out. You are a giant. But there's going to be a no refund policy. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Future husband listening, like 20 years, 25 years, 30 years. Watch out. This is your first threat. <laughs> and a threat. You can get the one two punch. <laughs> it's, it's either no refunds or I want it back in the original condition. Don't get me back to a broken woman. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know. You know, people make promises, you know, like family make promises, like parents make promises, like when your parents are not together, your mom or your dad make promises, like, hey, I'm going to come pick you up this weekend, you know, so you just, you can't. I'm going to go to the store for some milk, I'll be back. Really? Really? That's, that's what we're doing? It's a promise. Broken. <laughs> That's what we're doing. Okay. Okay. Anyways. Well, do you think, like, okay, well, that's like a lesson. You, you can't trust nobody, right? Do you think possibly, <laughs> like, some families and family members teach you life lessons that you don't agree with, and can you change that? Do you change that? How? That, when it, when it comes to that, it's all about perspectives. If you look at it, it's like, how how does this affect me personally? Mm -hmm. You know, like, things are, like, taught to people, like, hate, discrimination, just, like, like political views. Yeah. You know, those are things that are, like, passed down through generations. Sadly, it can be, yeah. It's, you know? It's, it's, it's kind of... I mean, in America, and, and in a lot of countries, hate is preached within the family unit. It's the first place you learn what's right and wrong, alleged, you know? Like, I feel like when it comes to, like, especially, like, hate, if you put kids in a room, like, young, very young kids in a room from, like, different races, different backgrounds, different ethnics, ethnics, why am I stuttering on this word? Ethnicities. Ethnicities. There we go. Again, I stutter. What? I stutter. Different backgrounds. And you put them all in the room, they don't see color. They see other little kids. They're going to build a bond. They're going to build a friendship. You know? And that kid may go home 
and mom and dad or grandma or grandpa or some someone in the family may say, hey, we don't hang around those kind of people. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the only way that you can break the family curse is if you decide like, hey, I'm going to go on Instagram. Mm-hmm. When it comes to like politics, I don't think that politics should ever be like family. I feel like they should give you the choice to decide which side of the fence you're on. I think, uh, yes, I, I do. I agree wholeheartedly with that. I think everything should be, hey, this is what I think. What do you think? Not, this is what you should think. There's there's a different way to, like, teach thought, yeah. right? And And with saying that, like, politics, you should educate. Yeah. You absolutely should educate. I think that you shouldn't persuade your kids to be one thing or another because more than likely you're probably going to pass them to the other party if you are too strong about things because that's just typically the way it goes. Generational divide is very present in politics in America. Um, and it's like if your parents voted blue, likely you're, you're voting red because of you know the world that you're growing up in. The economy is different. And it's usually the opposite of what you are being taught anyway. So you think the other party might win. Um, we, we grew up with, you know, Democrats when we were kids. It was Bill Clinton and then George Bush, you know. He, but it was like, then it became very Republican with the Bushes. And it was Republican for a while. And then right back to Obama. So everything was like a flip-flop. It's always like eight years on, eight years off. It's hard to know really what works because everybody's always reversing it. So I think with your parents teaching you anything, it can be kind of detrimental to any value. See, just to clear the air, I didn't grow up on that because I'm a foreigner. How long have you been here though? So like the amount of time I've been here, it's being democratically from Mm -hmm. America because I came here in 2009. If so, you could, are you registered to vote? Yeah. Do you have you registered with a party? I didn't register myself. My my dad did it, but okay. In in my views of stuff, I can consider myself like a independent. Mm-hmm. Because I understand both sides of the spectrum. There's stuff that I agree with and stuff I don't agree oh, with. Oh yeah. Like um, like abortion. You know, they make these abortion laws. And they're only banning safe abortions. I would like it's 50 50. Like, okay, like I can, I can agree. Like, we're you know, if we're old enough to have sex, we're old enough to understand the consequences of sex. I don't think abortion should be used as a form of birth control, yeah. But I feel like, all right, if you're gonna do that, yeah, okay, but don't include like if the person is raped, then. You say still keep the child because that's a it's very unfortunate tro- because then if you if you say okay for these reasons you're just gonna see an influx in these reasons yeah so you again are just creating a ban on safe abortions because people are still gonna get it they always have and they always will I so mean, ultimately just create a form that can track these kinds of things yeah um, and again if you're somebody who needs that talk to your family. Well, I mean, it like abortions per se, like it could be, it could go either way because there's times where 
you know, it they, could they, be they, medically necessary. Yeah, like you go, you go to your like twenty-four week appointment, twenty-five week appointment. They tell you, "Hey, this kid is not going to survive." Mm-hmm. Why should a woman be forced to keep Carry that child term and go through all of that, that emotions just, and trauma and what it'll do to her body to have to birth a stillborn or yeah. uh, you know? It, it's 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 a very sensitive and difficult thing to talk about reproductive rights um so i mean like when it comes to like family matters i don't think the government should be involved right it should be it should be regulated and and things like that but i don't think they they, they should stop anyone from any medical procedure that they can afford and be performed safely yeah so I would say to, to, like as we. Yeah. How as, do you how do you deal with like family members who have a very differing point of view, where you have a Republican or a Democrat or somebody who, you know, in your family is very against abortion or interracial couples or, I mean, all kinds of things. I mean, you can have somebody who's like, I hate football, and like you just can't deal with hearing about it. Or you can. Also have like you know like the, the like the family member that no matter what that no matter the family function could be a funeral could be a birthday party could be a Super Bowl party they're always gonna bring up politics you know and sometimes I think you gotta create that divide I I believe that people can live in the same household and have opposite views. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Once you keep that opposite views outside of the family, right, and and that goes with being able to communicate with one another. You should have good communication skills within your family unit, so that way you know what is and isn't off limits without having knockdown drag out fights because we disagree on anything. It should be, hey, you feel X Y Z, I feel one two three. Have a good day. <laughs> Facts. Straight facts. Because that's how it should be. Like, Can you change like somebody's opinion in your family? Do you think that that's hard because they're family? Uh, I'm, again, I'm trying to be nice. But you can't teach old dog new tricks. You think people can be really stuck in their ways? I, I believe so. Because some people are still stuck to this day. Still stuck in the Jim Crow era. Even though it's just you know like awful and wrong. Yeah, it's quite unfortunate that sundown towns still exist. You know, many people not might not know that, but they still do exist, where black people aren't allowed outside at certain times. But that's just how that family grew. That's how they. That's that's their right away. You know, they don't know any any if, any different. If you don't know any different, I mean. It's 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 unfortunate. There are some people in this world who have such a very narrow view. On the planet itself. Yeah. So, it's it's wrong because we know better. Yeah. It's wrong because we know better. If that's all you know, you you wouldn't know it was wrong. And that's unfortunate, um, especially being in the era that we are. Like, it's 2023. Like, there's, there's stuff out there that you don't agree with. There's stuff out there that I don't agree with. Yeah. I'm not strapping myself to a tree or a tank or something to stop anybody from living their life as long as it doesn't interfere with me and hurt me and you're not hurting others like 
live your life, be happy, be free. You know, and it's quite unfortunate that a lot of people, they don't experience racism until they, like, go off to college and different stuff. That they don't even realize that. I mean, you could grow up in Iowa, Nebraska, somewhere that's very predominantly white, and you might have one or two in your whole life people that are outside your race, and you wouldn't know. But then if you go to a college, let's say you go down to Atlanta for college, like, that's a very different world. You go down to Texas, it's a different world. Um, You go to these melting pots, and suddenly you have this cultural explosion and you're also unfortunately going to see a lot of racism because sometimes even though people have that explosion in their lives, they have that exposure, they can still be so dense and just close-minded and think that you look like this, so you're wrong. You shouldn't be. And, uh, you know, if, if those people are in your family, do everything in your power to try and educate them without force. Just just be present and just let them know, like, these people exist and that's okay. They're yeah. not hurting you. Don't go into a gay bar if you're not comfortable with gay people. Let them exist in their spaces. Let them exist, you know, like, don't insert yourself into places that you don't want to be. Don't go to the the, the, the the away team stadium wearing, you know, like <laughs> the other guy's jerseys, that kind of thing. Like, you know, know your environments and 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 don't don't go looking for fights. Don't go looking to hurt people. And I think that's OK to be different. It's OK to have different thought as long as you're not hurting people based on them. So as we go into more of the family that met. Uh, dynamic. Sorry. Sorry. Once they think, yeah, family, sometimes they're like, this is how it is, and you better <laughs> not bring home this, and you better not bring home that, and I don't want to see you talking to know this. Like, yeah, so, hey, man, um, <laughs> those are some strong words. Yeah, so we, as we go on about that, uh, what do you think should come first, your family or your, your relationship? See, I think that those kind of like go hand in hand in in a way because somebody that you're in a relationship with, you should have the forethought that they're going they have the potential to be family someday or at least that's the intent. You're you're somebody I like, I like spending time with, so you're going to get to know my family, my family's going to get to know you and eventually we're just you, you're going to be in it and it's yeah. you're going to mold in. Um so to say who should come first, I think that it kind of depends where you're at in that relationship and and how would that how does that person view family too because if they themselves are somebody who would put their family in front of you their the relationship the dog everybody um then then you know that that would be then a safe place for you but if you can't talk to your partner about these things and it's not you guys don't see eye to eye maybe it's best to put those things you know, put your wants and needs out on the table and let them know, like, this is what I'm looking for and this is how I am. This is how we operate. Understand mama comes first. Understand my sisters come first. Understand that. And we cool. Okay. I'm going to play devil's advocate. Not because I'm dark, but just, just like, you know, because there's different ways to... Sorry, I got to itch my ear. There's different ways to view the situation mm-hmm. because I believe that 
everything that we learn in life, we're programmed to to think that this is how life is supposed to be. Right. So we're taught like, hey, you shouldn't have kids before you're married. Mm-hmm. You know, like you get married, so you build this dynamic that, all right, I get I get married. This is my new family. So this should be priority number one. Like this is it, yeah. Yeah. So I think that it all depends. I feel like you should always have that relationship with your family. But, but once I think, you once you've once gone you, that extra step with somebody, I yeah. think like there should be that level of respect. And I think that that again it goes back to how your family dynamic operates anyway. But, if your but, mom always chooses her husband, then no, like that's probably ingrained in you anyway, and they should then understand um, it should be reciprocal. Yeah, but I think that it should always, like, once you get to that point of marriage, you know, you, you, you're living on your own, you're living with that person. That person is your emergency contact. Mm-hmm. Good or bad, that's the first person that you're going to call. Yeah. Kind of, kind of, flat tire, right. car won't work, you need to ride somewhere, you're calling your spouse. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, you know, your your family should understand, like, hey, this person may, may be my forever. That's a and, that's a chosen commitment. Yeah, especially when you start having kids. You, you know, can't you pick your mom and dad, your sister, your brother. Yeah, but you you're start picking that person. I think that's a little more substantial, right? Yeah, but you're like you're building your your, your own personal unit. Yeah. you know, like your own branch in the family tree. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it should always go as you're gonna respect. Like my mom and dad should always show respect towards you as my wife or as as a husband and that person should show that same kind of respect yes because you have that situation where it's very disrespectful and people expect you as a husband or wife to bite your tongue and I, it should never be that way yeah i don't think that you know in-laws should be disrespectful to your your spouse yeah. um especially when you know, we we are in chosen relationships. Yeah. <laughs> so um, it would be different maybe if it was like an arranged thing where it was like, oh, we made a bad choice. Yeah. <laughs> okay, maybe maybe weigh judgment. But if, you know, if Anastasia chose somebody that you didn't like, how are you going to deal with that someday? Like, you hope that you've put enough knowledge into her and, and given her enough to know, like, how to pick them. But there might be a few someday that that just like could be a real tool and you're gonna kind of have to like sit back and and deal with that well i i honestly believe any advice for your future self (laughs) i honestly believe that whether the lesson is good or is like 50 50 while it's bad i feel like we go through stuff to learn from it right i don't feel like there's ever like a truly bad situation unless you're like obviously dead and there's nothing to come back from that. Yeah. But I feel like, you know, we learn. We live and we learn. And I feel like we should never, ever fully cut off that commitment from your family because that person, it might, may not always work out. We might go through a divorce, a breakup. It might be bad. But you should always still be allowed to have that kind of unit. I'm not saying that you shouldn't be like a grown-up and live your life. And not live your life, you know, but like boundaries is the main thing when it comes to that kind of dynamic. Mm-hmm. So it can go either way because you can grow up in a very toxic family 
and you know you find that person and then you just don't want any contact with your family yeah you know and sometimes you need that like that iceberg that jumping off point to get out of the chaos and and think clearly for yourself because you can you can have some family members that have really skewed views of the world and you can know that they're toxic and you can know that they're wrong but while you're under their roof or their their yeah. world like there's not much you can do to escape that and you kind of have to mold into that and it, it sure but that's what growing's about and and tolerance is about i think family is really your first great lesson in tolerance because your family can be some of the worst people and some of the best they're going to teach you what you can and can't deal with and what you can and can't take they're the first ones to bully you. They're the first ones to hype you. So, um, you know, hopefully you guys have good families. Um, hopefully you guys are all taking care of each other, the ones that you pick. If you've picked somebody and, and you're you're thinking about dropping them, maybe give them a second chance. Give them a little bit of love. See if it's uh, worth keeping them around before you just kick everybody out. I would say when it comes to my family, you better be able to, to take a joke. Yeah, you, you better <laughs> have some thick skin. Yeah, and you know, like we're really funny. And if if you like think about it, like if if they don't pick on you, bye bye. <laughs> You're out the door. You know, like they you don't can't have somebody that's too <laughs> nice because then they're too soft. You gotta be able to mess with them back, right? <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> like, sorry. You don't pass go. You don't collect two hundred dollars. Like bye bye. I'm glad I get to make fun of you. This is this is great. Sponsored by Chelsea. Slavery by Jamal. <laughs> I was I said my head. <laughs> That's karma. I mean, <laughs> that is karma. Just awful. That is karma. I'm done. About to go full Django at this table. <laughs> I am done. Anyways. Over to you. Well, like, you know, there's different types of families. Do you think maybe that growing up in, like, a traditional, that cookie-cutter family is is somehow going to prepare you better for the world that we're, we're in than, say, the, the chaos dynamic that possibly, you know, I come from? <laughs> Do you think I'm prepared for the world? <laughs> okay. No. Okay. So... In the eyes of traditional family, we think mom and dad in the picture always. Mom and dad are t together. Mom and dad was under the same roof. You know, we think, all right, this is what family. Two and a be. half kids, a dog. <laughs> you know, like white picket fence, the whole thing. <laughs> Keeping up with the Joneses, y'all. Like you know, every Christmas we take family pictures. Ugh, sit matching outfits and stuff <laughs> like. Mom has has totes in the garage for every holiday decorations, even the ones that don't exist. Like, y'all are white, and she puts out Kwanzaa stuff because she feels bad. Yeah, you know, so that's what we think of traditional family. Like, in the single parent type of family, you know, they create some good athletes. <laughs> they do. Like, they I, honestly I, do. I like, can't like, say nothing. Like, 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 think about it. Typically, it... it I think that you come when when you come from a single parent dynamic, you learn hard work a lot faster. You learn hustle faster. You can be tougher because it just takes a lot more. I think if you know, like a single mom, she has that son, 
that son is gonna work twice as hard to make sure that that mom is every good. athlete the first thing they do they say i'm buying mom a car buy a, house. a house i mean all of them do all of them do it and and that's you know that says a lot like to to get them to that point and have that skill level and be able to play at the highest level and have a mom that supported them all along the way because let's face it, sports are expensive too. Like yeah, putting are. your kids in sports is not cheap. And well, so being a single well, parent, you're paying everything and that extra, you know Well, you should say it's not cheap in America. Right. Because I've never played Because you, know, you know, like like in anyways. terms of stuff you have we got creational stuff mm -hmm. but like the the big stuff is travel. Right. So expensive. So, you know, travel, when you do any kind of that's sport travel. That's where you travel, get noticed. That's, that's where you get noticed. You have the scouts. So you, you scouts know. and skill. I mean, they have all the connections to the private schools, which have the connections to the colleges and so on and so forth. Um, but, like, I would say, you know, at the end of the day, it depends on what your unit is like. Mm -hmm. Because you can have a situation where you have both parents and they're great. Right. They help you to like succeed for the future. Then you can have a dynamic where you have both parents and all they do is argue. They fight. They constantly argue. They don't teach you nothing. Yeah, and you can have two parents who are wildly successful and their kids are all broken. Yeah. Or two broken parents and all their kids are successful. It just, I think it it speaks to what you what you take away from your relationships with people. Yeah. You take the 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 hopefully you're taking the best out of one another and yeah, and I, growing well i think you should always remember the bad times because you can always that those bad times could kind of kind of like humble you yeah i think they do the most shaping yeah you know of your character so you know in regards to that question the settings ultimately are going to depend on what your family unit is like mm -hmm. Because we we aren't asked to be born, and you know, as kids, we're taught we should trust these people. We see these people all the time; they're always around, and we should trust them. Doesn't mean that we should trust them, because can't trust these folks. <laughs> family do let you down. Yeah, there's no. They're the doubt. first ones. That that's a, that's the yeah. lesson to learn. Family are the first ones that are going to let you down. They're, they're going to be the ones that let you down. And the, the trouble is, they don't even know it. Yeah. So when it comes to the different aspects of life, you Gotta know. Gotta give people a break, too. Like, no matter what you're taught, you're going to learn about, as you grow up, you're going to learn about different experiences. And you're going to be like, the world's really like that. Yeah. So... When it comes to to family, either we're blessed with good family members and friends, or we're not. And if all you do is look for someone else's downfall, that's the only time you show up, you shouldn't even show up in that person's life. Mm -mm. I don't think you get a seat at the table. Yeah, because... Don't you have anything better else to do? And the people that are most judgmental in your family, their table, they're like their table are not clean. 
they have issues behind closed doors that some other people might know about, but you might not know about it personally, mm-hmm. but you know there's issues behind closed doors there, but they always act in public like they're, that they're all good. Yeah, that's that's the biggest thing is like family is, F is fake. Yeah, family is fake. And, and that's what it is. That's why build your own, build your own family, uh, pick them as you go. Nobody can tell you who your family is or isn't. We're talking about build your own family. We're building pizza. Like build a bear. Not building pizza. Yeah, I mean, you, you got to have like, it, it is, it's like building pizza. Your dough is really like your blood. And yeah, like the, the sauce is, you know, like the people that you grow up with. The cheese is the people along the way. And then like the toppings, the little bits and bubbles are the people really like that pepper in. They're kind of on the surface. They're around. You need them. They're here. But not everybody's there forever. And that's okay. You can still have people who are very important for a period of time. They're there for a lesson, for a reason. Um, that doesn't mean that because that person's been here for 10 years, they're more impactful to my life than the person for one year. You know, sometimes that it's it's a bigger give in a year than it is in 10. But in terms of building the pizza, no canned mushrooms. All canned mushrooms, all day, every day. No canned Never mushrooms. Stop. No canned mushrooms. Never stop. So, well, like, what is your, like, over, overall takeaway about family? My overall takeaway with family is family's what you make it. It's it's a ever-evolving thing. Um, there's not a correct or wrong definition for what family is. I think family, ultimately, is family is absolutely 100% is what you make it. Um, you'll get out of it what you put in. My overall view of family, whether we're blood, not blood, just always be there and me personally i know not everyone likes to hear the truth sometimes and the truth does hurt but like if my family like sit if i have an issue because a lot of family members will like see you have issues and like ignore them Mm -hmm. i would rather be set down like hey uh your drinking might be a problem or if I'm like a drug addict, like hey, like this, take care of me. Don't don't talk don't, behind my back yeah, and the, and share my downfalls. There's that's not helpful. Yeah, like don't 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 judge me. You know, like if I'm if you obviously look at me and say I need help, help me, help me. If you continuously help me and I don't learn, then I understand. You know, because you can only help someone that that want to be helped. Yeah, don't just stay along for the ride and to watch the show. Help me out. And if if you do help me... Don't hold it against me. Don't hold it against me. Don't hold it against me. People, that's the biggest thing. You're going to fail. You're going to fail. You're going to fail. I'm going to fail. We're all going to fail. And that is inevitable. Don't give up. Don't allow nobody to give up on you. If they give up on you, they shouldn't have been there in the first place. I second that. Amen. I second that. Because... All we need is a little bit of support. Mm-hmm. That's it. Just a little bit of support, y'all. Whether it's the day before a big test, or a driving test, or first day of college. I'll be cheering you on. You know, support goes a long way. You can do it. Whether you don't believe in me or not. You can do it. You can that, do it. 
<laughs> that, that that support could help motivate me, you know? Yeah. It, it gives me that extra step to keep going, to know, you know, there's going to be times that I feel like giving up on myself, but because you still believe in me, I'm like, I got to do, I got to do it, you know, you believe in me, so I got to do it for Jamal, I got to do it for mom, I got to do it for dad. Um, part of this podcast is because Jamal didn't think I would do it. Not think. <laughs> I knew. Because it took us a whole year to just, to actually get to this point. Perfection takes time. Where we're actually like recording stuff, you know? This is, and the, this is the recipe, people. It's not overnight. And when it comes to to family, it should always be from a point of love. Mm-hmm. Because I know I don't know if you're very like in the Bible. But for me, like I grew up in the church and it was like, love thy neighbor like I would love myself. And I feel like family should always mm-hmm. love, have that little bit of love. Mm-hmm. Not saying agree with everything just because someone is family, because there are crimes that are unforgivable. What, so you, can, you can still love a person even if they've done something unforgivable. It doesn't uh, mean you just, but... You, you're still going to have love for people who are wrong. Know that. Yes, like the like the sponsor of this podcast, Chelsea. Us and we. There's no we-we. We-we. <laughs> ridiculous, ridiculous. I'm not ridiculous. I mean, it, you're but, pretty ridiculous. You know, like, like, we start off with a vision. We're like, making a... We're making it happen. Like, I don't know about you, but, like, I got support from family, you know? Mm -hmm. And as we go on, I know that whether it's good, whether it's bad, I know that we're going to get feedback. Yeah. We might not agree with that feedback, but we know it comes from a good place. We know we rock. (laughs) I don't rock. I roll. (laughs) Is that a fat joke? I don't make fat jokes. Only dark ones. <laughs> Dude, like, honestly, look at it. I still look black on camera. You, you can't even see me. Smile. That's why we had to put you in front of the white wall. So we could see you. Anyways, on cancel podcast. <laughs> you would disappear into it. I might. I might, but that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. Anyways, anyways, close us out, Jamal. When it comes to family, blood does does it define define who your family is. As we go through different experiences, we meet people that are family to us. That we know at the end of the day, they will have our backs, just like our some of our family members will. And whether you are adopted. Whether you're in the foster system, you know, I hope that you keep the faith that one day you will find that forever family. Mm-hmm. Whether it's through a relationship, whether it's through you finding good foster parents or adopted parents, you know. You build your family, yeah. You, you build your family. And, you know, don't believe that because, especially people in the foster system or adopted, that 
because people have had their mom and dad that's been the best situation. That's not always the case. We should always go into it as we're gonna build our own situations. We're gonna learn from them. We're gonna cut people out of our lives and we're gonna keep all the good people in. Some people that we may think is good, you know, like they may fool us, but you just gotta get back up and you go again. Show your true colors. <laughs> Anyways. That, that, that's all, folks. <laughs> Thank you for listening to our podcast. We really hope that you guys enjoy the show because this is it's a very important topic, you know, like family. Family is very important. It's a big deal. Yeah. All right. That, co- that concludes another episode of the PPP, the Pizza and, Profani- Pizza and Profanity Podcast. I don't know why I'm still stuttering. And have a good night, morning, evening, afternoon. And we'll be back soon with our next episode. Woo! Bye!